Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some things to look for when you're having poor flow to your pool. You may see that the PSI is low on the gauge, or you may see that the water is not flowing well. I'll go over some common things to look for when you're experiencing these issues. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. This is something that you're going to run into if you service pools or if you are maintaining your own pool. You may run into a situation where you notice that the pool water is not flowing well and typically... You're also going to notice that the PSI on the gauge is also indicating that it's low. You may also see that the pump is not filling completely with water. And these are all signs that there's something interfering with the flow of the pool. The most obvious problem, and the one that I see all the time, is that there's something stuck in the pool's impeller. Now, the basket is made so that water can pass through there. And a lot of times, depending on the pool pump, I find that the um, Pentair and Teleflow pumps have this problem a lot just because of the design of the pump. But other pumps also have clogged impellers and basically the debris will get pulled through the basket right where the impeller is at. In the case you're not familiar with the makeup of a pool pump or motor, the impeller is the part on front of the motor that's on the shaft that actually spins and pulls the water through the diffuser and it actually is what pulls the water into the filter. And so a lot of times, debris that's kind of stringy or long will get through the pump basket. Sometimes the pump basket has a tear in it, and then the debris will get in there. And if this thing is not spinning, if the impeller is not spinning properly because of the debris, you're going to have low flow. So there's a couple ways to test for this. I think the easiest thing to do is to turn off the pool, take off the pump lid, take out the basket. And then what I do is I take a screwdriver just a regular uh, flathead screwdriver. And I'll put it in there and I'll kind of spin it with the screwdriver, maybe even like pick at it with the screwdriver to see if there's any debris that comes out. I don't generally use my fingers in there, uh, mainly because they don't you can't reach it that well. And the other reason is you can get cut, so I don't really want to put my hand there. You're not going to get cut on anything dangerous. It's just that the plastic sometimes will rub on your hand and you'll get cut. So basically I just don't put my fingers in there. I use a screwdriver, and then you're going to hear, if you have debris in there, you're going to, of course, see it become dislodged. But you're also going to hear a gurgling noise as the water flows past that debris, you know, in into the line. And so you're going to kind of hear it come free, which is a sign that there was something clogged in there. And then you would put the pump basket in, fill it back up with water, put the lid on, and then turn on the pump and see if the pump basket fills up completely and if the gauge and if the PSI gauge goes back up to the normal range. And normally when the clogged with the clogged impeller, it's below 10 PSI. And if your pool's normally running at 15 or 20 PSI or 25 PSI, 
you're going to see it go right back up to that point. So that's the first thing I look for is a clogged impeller. And that's kind of the most obvious thing that happens all the time when there's low flow. And the first thing I check. And you can also spin, you know, some pumps, you can spin the impeller from the back. Sometimes you get an error message, like on the Superflow VS pump, you're going to get an error message when the impeller is clogged up. So, but for me, I think the screwdriver method is the easiest. Just take out the pump basket. Um, of course, the pool is off at this time, and then you you spin the impeller. And the impeller should spin freely. Um, you know, it should have some resistance, but it shouldn't be really jammed in there. And so that's kind of how you tell if the impeller is clogged up. Once in a while, you're going to have to take the, you know, the back, take the pump off, take the, uh, sorry, the motor off the pump and clear the impeller that way. Sometimes little particles or beads or little, you know, pebbles or rocks get stuck inside the impeller itself. You got to take the motor off the pump to clear the impeller. That's not very common, but it does happen. So if you try to spin it free from the front, you can't get it. You can always just take the pump, the uh, motor off the pump, and then clear the impeller that way. Something else to check for even before you get to the impeller is the actual pump basket itself. And sometimes that's really impacted with debris, especially around where the impeller sits on the bottom. You're going to find some debris down there inside the basket itself. The Jandy, uh, larger Jandy pumps have this problem where the, you know, the stealth pumps will have this problem where all the debris kind of forms and gets pulled right where the impeller's at in the back of the basket. Now, this is not going to, you know, cause any major problem, but it does reduce the flow. And so if I have a pool that has a pump where I notice that debris in the pump basket slows the flow down, what I'll do is I'll put a filter saver or skimmer sock in the skimmer basket. That'll prevent any small particle debris from even getting into the pump basket. And so there are certain circumstances or certain pumps where small particle debris will kind of lodge itself in the pump basket right in front of the impeller, and this will cause the low flow. So check that also. And again, the solution for that is to put a filter saver, filter sock in the skimmer basket itself, and this will prevent anything from getting in the pump basket. Another thing to look for, and this happens a lot too, is that if you have a suction side cleaner connected at a side port, or sometimes even at the skimmer, you're having too much flow going to the cleaner itself and not enough flow going to the skimmer. And again, this happens mainly when it's hooked up to a side port, but this could happen at the skimmer too. I've seen this happen when the regulator valve has too much suction going to the cleaner and then the pump will kind of cavitate and you're not going to get the full flow. The side port is not designed to pull the water completely. So if you were to unplug the cleaner and then open up the side port all the way and close off the skimmer with the with the Jandy valve at the equipment, you'll notice that it's just not going to pull all the water because it's not designed to. So sometimes if you have an automatic cleaner connected to it and you have too much suction going to the cleaner, you're going to see poor flow. And so this is something that also happens. Taking a step back, the filter can also cause really poor flow. And so if the filter is dirty, this could definitely cause a flow issue. With a D filter, I always like to do a quick 15 second backwash to kind of see if it's the flow. So what I'll do is I'll turn the pump off, put it in backwash by either the multi-board valve or with the push-pull piston, or if there's a valve on the bottom with the Pentair 4000 series, I'll put in backwash and then I'll turn on the pump for about 15 or 20 seconds and then I'll turn it off and then I'll put it back in filter mode and then I'll turn it back on. And that usually will show me that it's the filter, the filters, you know, compacted or dirty. And especially if the flow picks up right away, 
and I'm getting really good suction, um, that's a good indication that the D filter needs to be cleaned. And with the cartridge filter, you really can't do that. So what I do with a cartridge filter, if I suspect that's the flow problem, I'll take it apart and clean it. And that's pretty much the only way to eliminate the cartridge filter as the flow issue is to take it apart and clean it thoroughly, put it back in and see if that corrects it. For a sand filter, you simply backwash it for its normal cycle. So if you suspect that the sand filter is causing the problem, backwash it for a couple minutes, put it back in filter mode and see if the flow is increased there. So the filter could be the culprit. A lot of times when you see that the pump is not filling up or if there's just nothing going on at the return jets, it could definitely just be the filter needs to be serviced or the filter elements need to be changed. Sometimes when you clean the filter, you'll notice the following week that the pool has really poor flow. And then you're going to look at the filter pressure on the gauge and you're going to see that it went back up to the dirty mark. So a lot of times the poor flow can be due to something causing the pump not to work or it could be the filter being dirty causing poor flow that way. And then that indicator for the filter being dirty would be a high PSI on the gauge. So... Normally a D filter, you know, is about 20 PSI, and then when it gets dirty, it goes up to about 30 PSI. And the cartridge filter will vary, but of course, if it goes up by 10 PSI over the clean mark, then you know that the filter is dirty, and you may need to get a new cartridge filter in that case, or cartridges if you have a multiple cartridge filter. And of course, replacing the D grids usually solves the problem with the pressure going back up. I should also add that if you have a D filter and the water quality is poor, Maybe you just had a lot of algae in there. A lot of times the DE in the grids will, will get coated with the algae, causing that high PSI again. So you may need to clean the filter more than once in a situation like that. So the filter can definitely be a factor. It can also be something very simple like the pump lid O-ring. I find this to be one of the things that's often overlooked, especially by service guys out there. You're searching for all these major issues, you know, like a suction leak. Um, impeller being clogged, something wrong with the filter or the filter being dirty. But the main culprit is that O-ring on top of that pump lid is stretched a little bit. Now with certain pumps, you can tell right away. Like for instance, with the Pentair and Teleflow, which is very common in my area, when you take the lid off, the O-ring may fall out and fall off the lid. And that's a good indicator that it's stretched. Or you can't put the lid back on because the O-ring is not in the right position. Other ones like the Duraglass, when you have the O-ring sitting on the lip, of the pump you know you can't get that lid back on if you're dealing with like a jandy stealth or a hayward tristar or north star i should say sorry um the big gigantic pump pots you know you, the wet ends that are gigantic uh, those o-rings stretch very easily and so if you can't get that lid back on that means that the o-ring is no good and that could also cause a flow problem so the pump lid o-ring is definitely something to look at if you have some silicone magic lube i like to put that on the o-rings and put the back on, put it back on and, and see if it seals. Um, but ultimately, I carry just about every O-ring in my truck for the pumps on my route. And so simply, I'll switch out an O-ring and lube it up really well with magic lube, put it back on, and that usually will solve the problem in a lot of the cases. So don't overlook the simple thing, which is the O-ring is the uh, culprit on the top of the lid. It gets stretched out, and it's letting some air in there, not letting the pump prime fully. And so, you know, that's what I would suspect um, in some cases, it's the obvious thing. Then, of course, I did mention the suction leak there. And that could happen if the pool were to run dry, if the customer didn't fill it with water, and it were to suck air for a long time. A lot of times, the threaded part in front of the pump and on top of the pump actually melt. You can't see it. You may not even see water leaking out of there. It's such a slight melt. But since you thread the front and the top in, 
um, definitely that could cause the problem with the poor flow. And so one way to fix that is actually just cut the plumbing out and redo the in, inlet of the pump and also the discharge on top and start from there. A lot of times they put unions on there now, which makes it easier to do this. And a lot of times the unions are CPVC, which are you know really high temperature unions. So that's not a very common problem with the newer pumps. And sometimes in those unions itself, the O-ring gets stretched out um, from overheating though. So, so if you have a variable speed pump or a newer pump with the unions, take those off. Check the O-ring in there. Make sure that it's not warped or stretched from being overheated. Also, make sure the unions aren't tight. I like to put a rag around the union sometimes when I'm having problems with suction or flow and kind of use a pair of channel locks and tighten them just a little bit more. You don't want to overdo it because you can break them, but you want to make sure they're on there tight. I know the manufacturer says hand tight, but if you tighten them sometimes a little bit more, they're going to really solve that problem with air getting in there and causing poor flow. And then last, I'll probably do a separate podcast on this, but sometimes the skimmer will get plugged up with debris. Uh, maybe the skimmer basket turned upside down in there, you know, and all the debris went into the line. Or once in a while, you'll have, you know, a huge windstorm and all the debris will go into the line and clog it up. So usually at the jandy valve in front of the pump is where all the leaves will kind of rest and sit. And so you can take the jandy valve apart and check that for debris. And then you can, of course, blow the line with a drain bladder or CO2 if you need to, if it's a really bad clog. And so those are kind of what you're going to run into. I always start with the simple things like the clogged impeller, the pump basket being the issue, and then, of course, the pump lid O-ring, the filter. I work my way back to a uh, suction leak or an air leak in the, in the line. And then, of course, the skimmer being plugged. And those are usually the things that will cause the poor flow to your pool. And then the pressure gauge will indicate one way or the other. If it's a dirty filter, the PSI will be really high. And if it's something in the impeller, the filter pressure on the gauge will be really low. So kind of use that gauge as a guide of what to look for when you have a pool with really low flow. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, you can definitely go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I also have an ebook available for $9.99 there. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program. A lot of great benefits for joining that program, including a discount on your general liability insurance. To learn more, again, go to poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.